0: wash my hands of this weirdness.
1: Hello everybody and
0: welcome to another a new episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Thursday, April first. Happy April Fool's Day, everybody! We are your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world. I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Tony San Filippo. Tony, how you doing? Back in uh, Colorado and uh, starting a new day.
1: Doing it uh, live from the studio at home. Yep, back at it, and uh, it is a fun new day, man. Minus the uh, Philly cheesesteak we ate yesterday. That is not sitting well with either one of us. So
0: Yeah, they're causing a little bit of a uh, rumbly in the tumbly, if uh, you know what I mean.
1: <laughs> yeah, a little ruckus. A little <laughs> ruckus on the old gutteronies there.
0: But, uh, you know, we'll pull it together for the next two hours for you guys and uh, put together a great show, and uh, you know, hopefully we won't have to run out
1: unexpectedly for <laughs> any particular reason. <laughs> well, if you're missing... You kind of know why, right? Exactly. I think, I think we'll be. I think we'll be good, though.
0: Perfect. Well, Tony, let's go ahead and start things off the way we do each and every day with a question for my co-host. I'm going to ask you to put on your hypothetical hat. Tone. If you were a fugitive on the run from the law, what sort of activities would you want to try and avoid?
1: Hmm. Activities, well typically don't want to go sightseeing you want if you're trying to be on the run your best bet is to be incognito and stop as little as possible so i would say you know stopping at the monuments and taking selfies probably not a good idea you probably want to keep going and rolling and uh uh be trying to be as quiet as possible you would think so well
0: course uh, as we do in you know these opening stories that's certainly not the case here a mafia fugitive couldn't take the heat so he went to the kitchen but that's exactly how mark Farron claude byert 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 got, <laughs> got caught after spending seven years on the run according to calabria news an italian news outlet Biart was hiding from national authorities for alleged drug trafficking, but was tracked down and arrested in the Dominican Republic on Wednesday. The 53-year-old man was found nearly 5,000 miles away from his hometown of Rome. Based on a cooking YouTube channel, he launched with his wife in Boca Chica, a municipality near Santo Domingo, the Dominican Republic's capital city. Boca Chica? Biart's YouTube channel was not named, however, Calibria News described the channel as being focused on Italian cuisine. Law enforcement officials were clued in that the uh, YouTube channel belonged to Biart since the chef reviewed food while never revealing his face, the international report says. The body parts that were viewable revealed the mysterious chef had tattoos that matched what authorities had on record for the escaped mafia member. Tracking down and arresting Biart, Was a group effort that included the Central Criminal Police Directorate, Interpol, and multiple police from forces from ten countries. Biart was hiding out in a tourist resort that reportedly has a large Italian community present. Authorities told. Calabria News. He had been in the Dominican Republic for more than five years. Before Biart made a home in Boca Chica, he was allegedly in Costa Rica, which is a little more than 1,800 miles away. In 2014, the court of Reggio Calabria subjected uh, Biart to an order of custody in prison. He fled the country shortly after. Italian authorities say Biart is a member of the Nangueta, a prominent organized crime syndicate that reportedly operates in Calabria other alleged members of the crime group have recently been busted as law enforcement agencies have convened under Interpol's cooperation against Nangeta Project so uh, if you're on the run don't be making YouTube videos
1: no definitely not you're like and here we go follow me and uh, as always I'm on the run
0: <laughs> follow me at ex mafia fugitive Bart. <laughs>
1: Yes, be art, right? This is the art one, you know.
0: He, he might as well as just put that out there, you know. It, it, keep a low profile. If you're on the run, keep a low profile. But, uh, you know, if you are part of a mafia gang,
1: well, yeah,
0: maybe he deserved to be caught.
1: Right. Well, that's just silly, you know. It's just like the idiot, uh, you know, that like, like the one person that stole from work and then... Uh, posted stuff on her her social media it's like yep yeah people can't away van dumb
0: they can't help themselves well folks it is thursday we have a great show lined up for you today let's talk about today's show shall we the third day all right monday one day tuesday two day wednesday when huh what day thursday (laughs) the third day okay it is Thursday the third day and as we do on Thursdays oh, we explore America's penis and the strange things that happen down there. My favorite segment, Florida man. We have a segment called True Crime Songs. Our call-in topic today is Uncanceled TV. We have a segment called Stupid Self Injuries. We round out the day with This Day in History and Tony is up next with the entertainment news.
1: Folks, do not go anywhere. We will be
0: right back. <laughs> Oh, 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 Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at PhoenixMedia.us or on Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash PhoenixMediaRadio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show, and we have a little thing called the Phoenix Line. It is our 24 hour day, seven day week voicemail line, giving you guys the opportunity to chime in on anything whatsoever. Maybe you're a mafia fugitive on the run. Tell us about it. Of course, we may pass that along to the authorities. But that number is 855-PHOENIX-RADIO, that's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O, or 855-336-4973. All we ask is that you keep it entertaining, we'll compile those together, put them out in a future show. Now speaking of entertaining, Tony is here with the entertainment news.
1: Good morning everybody, it is Thursday, April 1st, the day of jokes, but here's your Filippo Fast Five. In a massive $450 million deal, Netflix purchased the rights to do two Knives Out sequels. Daniel Craig is reported to reprise his role as Detective Benoit Blanc in both sequels with writer-director Ryan Johnson set to return. Sony Sony has delayed the release of Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City. The apocalyptic horror film is now scheduled for November 24th, a move from its September 3rd kind of wise it was going to go up against shang chi so probably a good idea to move that one back exactly although november 24th i would have released that more towards halloween probably a little better but eh, it's where we're at with that they're back but in a new way william peterson and georgia fox will reprise reprise their classic csi roles for a new show csi vegas Okay, so if you're a fan, they're back.
0: Just what we I need, no- another CSI. Yep.
1: yep, they had nothing to do. kind of goes with our whole uh, segment today. Shows that uh, you want uncanceled to come back. So yep. if that was one of yours, there you go. Universal Studio Hollywood is set to reopen on April 16th after more than a year in limbo. So get your foot on. There's uh, new rides there too, so that would be nice. Mm-hmm. And Sarah Michelle Gellar to star in Amazon's Hot Pink. I have no idea what it's about, but that's what's coming. It'll be good and to see her full-
0: again. Sorry.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, no, you're good. It, she hasn't done anything in a while, so that'll be nice. So she'll be back. Um, in the entertainment portion of the news, it looks like uh, Comcast is considering removing all NBC Universal Films from streaming platforms like Netflix, also keeping up with releases from its own Peacock service, according to a new Bloomberg report. The report arrives at a time when competitors like WarnerMedia and Disney are using their streaming services to offer subscribers exclusive access to new, highly anticipated films. For subscribers like us, that means movies like Fast 9 could stream exclusively on Peacock instead of heading to HBO Max. Currently, Universal has an output deal with HBO Max that gives the streamer rights to show new Universal picture movies about nine months after they leave theaters. So um, according to Bloomberg, Illumination, the studio behind Despicable Me and Minions, has a similar deal with Netflix. Both deals are set to expire at the end of 2021. Losing access to films like Secret Lives of Pets could also impact Netflix business, uh, but executives have publicly stated multiple times that they prepared for competitors to pull their films as competition within the streaming world heats up. Warner Media would ideally like to keep the Fast and Fury, the Fast and Furious franchise, on HBO Max in some capacity. For NBC Universal, the bigger question is whether or not executives think having those exclusive films on its Peacock streaming service will lead to enough customers signing up that are losing out on those licensing deals is worth the risk. It, it's a bet that several um, conglomerates in the entertainment industry are currently trying to figure that out. Viacom CBS, which owns Paramount, Paramount Plus specifically set out a new deal with premium cable network Epix that allows for more control where studios' films land after leaving, leaving theaters. Viacom CBS can take movies like A Quiet Place 2 and Mission Impossible 7 to Paramount Plus before they're available on Epix as a part of the new deal. Much like Comcast and NBC executives, they report, reported the internal thinking. The idea is having big movies available exclusively and quickly on Paramount Plus will encourage people to sign up. So um, this just goes on to continue about how all the different ones go. So here we are again, Another uh, this could be another big blow to Netflix. And this would be a first big blow to HBO Max by having uh, Universal film's exclusive on one. So this is definitely... Uh, I think we're getting to that point where if you want certain things, unfortunately, you're going to have to start ponying up for all these different services. So
0: Yeah, and I think at the end of this year, we're going to see sort of a big turning point. Obviously, there's sort of two schools of thought on movies that are available on streaming, same day as in theaters. You've got the Disney+. Plus thought process where you know they release it in theaters and then they make it available for 30 bucks for premiere access on Disney Plus or you have HBO Max same day it goes to theaters you can watch it as part of the service what's better what's driving more uh, signups who knows but uh, I think we're going to see more uh, you know division as far as uh, each of these studios really carrying only their own properties
1: right it's a It's going to be like from where this started as a uh, cable cutting process, like cut the cable. Now it's going to be a little more uh, around the same lines anymore of it. Yeah. It's going to have a lot more
0: apps. Not only that. I mean, I cut the cable years ago and for all of the streaming services that I still pay for, it's still less than what I would pay for cable.
1: This is true, man so that's going to be an interesting thing to watch um so there you go just more content for the peacock i such a stupid name for that (laughs) uh but um i know in the fast five i think earlier in the week we talked about comic-con uh going um not only is it going virtual in july uh but they're going to be opening it up in a in-person capacity in november well A new uh, report suggests that the date is facing some backlash from the actors in major studios. According to The Hollywood Reporter, they have spoken to several people in the industry who are not happy with the schedule for San Diego Comic-Con November event. An anonymous representative from a studio who hosted a Hall H panel, which is some of the biggest panels to be presented during San Diego Comic-Con weekend, say they love the SDCC and would love to support it but what actor or producer is going to give their first post-vaccine Thanksgiving holiday with family to travel to San Diego to publicize a project? Um, another in, insider said, um, clients who have been featured prominently in Hall H, the actors are refusing to attend, but will have no choice to go. It really has put studios, producers, and performers in very awkward positions, as San Diego Comic-Con is one of the biggest pl- publicity events of the year but the timing of the event just doesn't seem to make much sense after the after the initial wave of backlash comic-con released a statement that explained why this weekend was chosen according to them the thanksgiving weekend was one of the few dates available to even host the event during the last quarter of the year they're also leaving the decision up to the patrons to determine if they want to attend and even suggested that they could spend the actual thanksgiving holiday with their families first and then had a then had out to San Diego to spend the rest of the weekend with their family of choice. Talent hasn't been the only vocal naysayer of the Thanksgiving weekend event. Fans were the first people to speak up about the decision and pointed out that their scheduling doesn't make any sense for several reasons. Thanksgiving is one of the biggest holidays in the U.S., and people want to spend time with their families, especially after some being separated from their loved ones during 2020 due to the pandemic fans might be excited that the sdcc is trying to get back to normal but doing a smaller scale in-person event may be many may skip it and you might want to be what you might want to wait till the full-blown event is set for july of 2022 so i don't know do you guys think that thanksgiving weekend was a bad move uh to hold a person event you let us know um me it's one of those like the options are there. If you want to go, go. I do think that is pretty rough for uh, actors and actresses. Well, That's pretty tough, because if you're there to promote a project and you're under contract, you kind of have no choice. So, And
0: as, you know, people who have attended San Diego Comic-Con, you know, the timing of it, you know, Thanksgiving falls on a Thursday. Then Comic-Con, you know, it typically goes from a Wednesday to a Sunday. I would imagine it's uh, fewer days this go-around. So you could Do Thanksgiving with your family and then go Friday, Saturday, Sunday to Comic-Con. My big issue with it is that that is the most expensive travel weekend of the year. So uh, if you're buying airline tickets to fly down to San Diego, it's going to cost you so much more.
1: Yeah, it's going to be a pricey little deal for sure. So it's one of those things if you want to go, you can definitely do that. Um, or you can go to uh, New York Comic Con. That one's in October, and that's going to have an in person one. So they know that San Diego's an uphill battle, battle to secure talent for its first person. Um, New York is planning an in person convention this year from October 7th through the 10th, and it will also have a virtual element as well. So. You don't have to worry if you can't make it. They'll have a virtual way too. So it seems like New York's kind of learning how San Diego's doing it and how they can just make it a little bit better, which in turn could really bite the San Diego one in the butt. Totally. So I don't know if it's the same planners or everything, but, uh, you know, that's just, I guess that just goes with it. So, yep. um, and I know we only got about a minute left. I don't have, there's not a lot of birthdays today. So I think we'll roll into this. Uh, Last article, it's a sports article I wanted to get to yesterday, Um, but the NFL is set to expand its schedule for the first time in 43 years. It's going to implement a 17-game schedule, the first time the league expands the schedule since 1978 when games were increased from 14 to 16, per ESPN's Adam Schefter. The league's owners met this week, and they they did approve of that. Um, which is not met with the most uh, happiest of of people. So um, this goes uh, this goes the expansion of uh, the postseason from twelve teams to fourteen teams, and how it's going to work out is there'll be no extra bye week. There'll be seventeen games on eighteen weekends. Week one will be the first regular season Sunday on September twelfth, twenty twenty one. The week after Labor Day. Week 18 will be the final regular season game on January 9th of 2022. Super Bowl Sunday will be February 13th, 2022, a week before President's Day weekend. Wildcard Weekend will have two games on Saturday, January 15th, three games on Sunday, January 16th, and one game Monday, January 17th. The 17-game season is also tied with the completion of the league's new television contracts, which were announced, announced this past month. The new television deals don't start till 2023, but the league is expected to alter the current deals. Now, they do do one less of, uh, of uh, preseason, so now there's only three preseason games versus four, so they're just making one game sooner so i know not a lot of the players are excited about it but uh in the nfl it's all about the revenue right exactly and as
0: much as i love football i i I don't think it's a great move uh you know you put your star players more at risk especially at the end of the season where they're already beat up um you know and uh, the football season is is fine just the way it is
1: Exactly. So we'll see how that goes, but nonetheless, it's happening. And you know what else is happening? The whopping two birthdays. Let's roll. It's my birthday. it's my birthday. it's my birthday. Third generation professional wrestler who became the youngest person to hold the WWE Heavyweight Championship at age 24 became a Grand Slam champion in 2018. Randy Orton is 41. And singer, songwriter, and founding member of the Danish heavy metal and rockabilly band Volbeat, Michael Poulsen is 45. Happy birthday! That's legit it for celebrity birthdays. <laughs> don't have any other people, so happy birthday! Short and sweet.
0: Well, that does it for the entertainment news. When we come back, oh, it is time for Florida Man. So don't go anywhere. We'll be back after these messages.
1: After these messages.
0: Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at Phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash Phoenix Media Radio. Now back to the show. Now back to the show indeed. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. And uh, we are all over social media with many of you watching us as we speak on Facebook Live or YouTube Live. Now, if you want to get a hold of me on social, I'm available at Facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. That's Christian with a K, Phoenix with an F, radio, of course, with an R. Or on Instagram and Twitter at Phoenix Media Radio. Tony's available at facebook.com forward slash tony.sanfilippo. That's S-A-N-F-I-L-I-P-P-O dot nine four or on Instagram at tony.sanfilippo eighty one.
1: <laughs>
0: Being that it's Thursday, I love this uh, part of Thursdays where we explore America's penis and the strange, weird things that happen down there
1: with a little segment we like to call Florida Man. Oh, good for you. Florida man never disappoints. Will he disappoint this week? We shall see. But I just—you just, just can't—you can't go wrong when we start with the squirrel gone nuts story in Florida. Uh, surveillance captured uh, a squirrel attacking a man in Sarasota County. The video uh, shows the squirrel attack and bites the victim without provocation, injuring his arm and elbow. Pythons don't do it often. Alligators have tragically done it, but we know to be wary. But unlike these creatures in the Florida Everglades Everglades and waterways, one pesky squirrel in Sarasota County is fighting way above its weight class. Who knew in Florida they'd have to be on a lookout for attacking squirrels? According to the news report, a man has the wounds to approve. The squirrel went nuts in the Florida town and without... (laughs) provocation. He got attacked and bit, and his arm is all chewed out. So it's more of a Florida squirrel than a man to start it out. Has the planet gone mad? I wonder if it's... It had real- no rabies. It just, just attacked him. He's okay. just walking, and that thing just went to town. I wonder if it's related to the squirrels that lived
0: up in your attic.
1: Right. Well, I can tell you the mama squirrel that would watch once I got the uh, guy to block off the hole... Not too happy. (laughs) No, very mad. So squirrels are legit, man. They'll go after you if you piss them off. Uh, We go down to Stewart, Florida, where a forensic psychologist says a former college student believed he was half dog and half man, and he fatally attacked a man and a woman at their home and was found biting on their faces. The Palm Beach Post resorts that Dr. Philip Resnick made the conclusion in a 38-page mental health report released this week. Uh, by Martin County State Attorney's Office. Investigators say they found Austin Heriff, uh 22, biting John Stevens' face while making growling noises on August 15th. Resnick reports as the fact that Harriff persisted in biting Stevens in the presence of police officers in spite of threats of being shot, tased, and receiving multiple kicks to the head. Um, Mr. Hariff was actively psychotic. Oh, no doubt. So
0: Well, I have a quote directly from the suspect, Mr. Harif. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: just crazy. Oh, man. Florida man has gone to jail for fighting over chicken sandwiches. He used a piece of poultry as a weapon, and he recently battered a woman with a burrito, police said. <laughs> so it came as no surprise that egg rolls figure in the latest Florida man's skimish, skirmish. Keith Gordon Johnson of Pensacola was arrested by Milton Police Department and booked into Santa Rosa County Jail on battery charge. Police in the Florida Panhandle community say that Johnson wanted to enter a woman's house to eat some egg rolls she had inside. But when the unnamed woman refused to let him in the house, he kept stabbing his finger on her doorbell and pushed his way through the door, shoving her aside. The woman, uh, police said, had agreed to bring the Chinese food treat out to him rather than have him inside. That's when he barged into the home. In their back and forth over the egg rolls, the woman said she was pushed, and Johnson told police the woman slapped him. Johnson is in jail on a $500 bond, so he barged into the house just to eat some egg rolls. Isn't that weird? (laughs) Very weird. You know what else is weird? That... um, this one, uh Florida man um went into this might be that weird one where I tried to open. It's that caterpillar <laughs> one again. <laughs> it wouldn't open. I tried that last week and I couldn't get it. So we'll skip that caterpillar story. Fool me once. Uh, do you yes. Well this was a, a different link and it still didn't work. What happens when you call nine one one? Usually um you get a good response. Um do you know what happens if you accidentally dial nine one one? Uh you the information is critical emergency. Um you need to act fast. We don't want to dump on Hardy's, but how bad is it to work there when you'd make up a crime and report it to nine one one just to get out of working your shift? Well, <laughs> for one Florida man, that's just what he did. Thirty two year old Brian Anderson of Dundee. A town in the Lakeland Winter Haven area of Florida called the emergency only number on Saturday to report that two armed men robbed him of his necklace, money, and phone while he was standing near the intersection of Highway 27. In a snarky Facebook post, the sheriff's department said Brian of Dundee called 911 to report an armed robbery and reiterated suspects allegedly took the means of escape in a car. Deputies quickly responded with "air and canine." That's a heck of a story. Well, aside from the very first and last sentence, none of it was true. Officers quickly realized the crime Anderson reported hadn't happened. The department said Anderson confessed he made up the story because he didn't want to work his 11 a.m. shift at hardy's Anderson was charged with misuse of 911 and knowingly giving false information to law enforcement. Both charges carry $500 apiece. Um he is still at Polk County Jail. Um if his name was Jesse, he would have gotten away with it. I, you are you know, so dumb. Dead. You are really dumb. For yeah. Real? My only question, why is, didn't he just call out?
0: <laughs> right? Maybe he didn't have any more days that he could use, but uh, my question is, you know, Anderson and Dundee was did he say he was held at knife point? It's not a yeah.
1: knife. This is a knife. This is a knife. Speaking of knife, Police in Florida stumbled upon a suspect in a cold case when a man applied for a job that required a background check decades later. His fingerprints were allegedly a match, authorities said this week. Todd Barkett, 51, was arrested Wednesday and charged with first-degree murder in connection with the 1998 slaying of Sandra Better, a 68-year-old woman, uh, working alone in a consignment shop at the time of her killing in Delray Beach, Florida. Barkett's prints appeared on the fingerprint database in, in December, he was applying for a job as a certified nursing assistant in 1998. Better's killer left a bloody evidence laden scene behind with the, where she was stabbed and bludgeoned to death. So droplets of the suspect's blood led to betters body to a cash register and out the door, as well as the suspect's fingerprints on the decorative ball were, which found was at the scene. Nothing matched until he applied for the job. So, um, So he didn't get the job, but he sure as hell got caught for a murder back in 1998. Way to go, A-Hole! Just so stupid. You know what else is stupid? Uh, Suspect uh, in Marion County, sheriff deputies recovered a $30,000 hot air balloon that was reported stolen to another law enforcement agency at an event for hot air balloon races last Saturday. Sheriff officials said they received information from the Bloomington Police Department uh, in Indiana that the stolen hot air balloon was probably a part of a hot air balloon event in Marion County um, deputies went to the Florida Horse Park at, at on County Road in Summerfield where the village's hot air balloon race was being held local officials checked the balloons at the event and found the one reported stolen no one was arrested as the owner just wanted his hot air balloon returned so this guy steals it goes to Florida to race it stupid is, stupid does, sir. Oh, man, that was stupid. Let's go with one. Let's just end on a fun one, right? All right. Sounds good to me. Okay, so 40-year-old South Florida man was accused of attacking his mother after she refused to dress his mannequin. Mikko Danker was arrested by Boynton Beach Police and charged with aggravated battery on a victim over 65 years old and domestic battery by strangulation. Okay, that's not very funny, but Monday night, police responded to a call from a neighbor who said the 73-year-old woman was bleeding from her face and was being chased by her son. The victim told police she was in her backyard of a home when Danker asked her to dress the, his mannequin. When the woman refused, Danker allegedly blocked her path to the house. I think I read that one before. You it did. sounds familiar. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, they all blend together. But, yeah, I was like, wait, that's a dark one, and it sounds familiar. So... Sometimes you type in "Florida man" for like the day, and whatever stories come up. But that one sounded familiar, yeah, so yeah. maybe but, worth revisiting. You know, a lot, lot of crazy ones. So I just read the headline; it was "Mom and the Mannequin," I was like, "Oh, that could be funny." So. <laughs> exactly. But nonetheless, Florida full of crazy ass people. And so read them every Thursday. (laughs) Well folks, that
0: that does do it for Florida Man. When we come back, we've got a segment called True Crime Songs. Don't go anywhere. We'll see you guys in a few. Everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Phoenix Media Radio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks, to the final segment, at least of the first hour of this episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. But do not fret, there is still plenty ahead with our second hour, including our call-in topic of uncancelled TV. Now, if you missed a portion of the show or you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, it's easy enough to do so. Head over to phoenixmedia.us, click on the show's link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get video, you can get audio as well, or head over to wherever you get podcasts. Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, about 20 in all. While you're there, be sure to subscribe. That way you always have the latest episode. Leave a review, let us know what you think, and tell your friends, because sharing is caring. Now, in the segment called True Crime Songs, pretty self-explanatory, but some of the best films, some of the best TV, come out of inspiration or direct pulling of true crime events. Well, that can be the case with some songs as well, and we're going to be covering those songs in the segment that we've titled True Crime Songs. Some of these bands I've heard of Some of these I have not, so, uh, Tony, uh, you feel free to uh, fill in for any of the bands that I haven't heard of. I assume you're probably in the same boat, but we'll go ahead and go through them. I know you've heard of this one. Apparently, the song "The Zombie by the Cranberries is based on the 1993 IRA bombing in Warrington, England. To quote the song, Another head hangs lowly, child is slowly taken, and the violence caused such a silence. Who are we mistaken? the Irish Republican army or the IRA planted two bombs in a trash can that detonated on a busy street, killing three-year-old Jonathan ball and 12 year old Tim Perry, Dolores O'Riordan wrote the song out of mourning anger and frustration in their memory. Now I knew it was about uh, IRA bombings. I didn't know it was about a particular one that ended up uh, costing the lives of uh, two children. Very sadly.
1: I actually didn't even know what it was about. I just, Oh, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Actually, I don't mind the song at all. The song's actually good. Bad uh, Wolves did a good cover of it, but I didn't know that's what it was about.
0: I was just going to say, and they did a cover uh, that included Dolores Reardon before she passed away. Right. So, uh, yeah, that's what we're talking about: is true crime songs. <laughs> This next one, I recognize the band, don't recognize the song. The song is Four Walls, the Ballad of Perry Smith by Bastille, uh, which is based on the Truman Capote novel In Cold Blood, which is a novelization of the real-life murder of the Clutter family in 1959. Quoting the song, These four walls will keep you until you face the rope. You've only these four walls before they, in cold blood, hang you up former inmates Dick Hickok and Perry Smith snuck, snuck into the Clutter's farmhouse in the middle of the night, tied up the family of four, shot them all at close range, and slit the father's throat. They expected to find a safe full of cash, but only left with a Zenith radio, a pair of binoculars, and less than 50 bucks. Oh, So sad that uh, you know people are murdered for so little.
1: Right. But and I've heard of Bastille, but I've never heard that song. Yeah, didn't he do the Sale song? Sale? No, that was um mm, Dang it, that was a different band. No, okay. Right, no. It wasn't Bastille, it was um Muse. No, Muse
0: did that one. Nope, that wasn't Muse.
1: No I that guarantee wasn't
0: Muse? Nope. <laughs> but ben, uh, <sighs> Tell you what, you look it up while I uh, go through this next one. We're talking true crime songs. The song Bang Bang by Latigre is based on the 1999 NYPD shooting of Amido Diallo. Again, to quote the song and to paraphrase the song, wrong in time, wrong in place. There is no in way. This is not about race. Who's going to call 911 when they can't tell a wallet from a mother effin' gun? Amadou Diallo, who was 23 years old at the time, was shot 41 times by NYPD officers who claimed they thought he had a gun. It was actually his wallet. Never heard of the song, never heard of the band, but uh, still a sad tragedy nonetheless, and I assume you have our answer on uh, who did the song sale? AWOL Nation. AWOL Nation, yep. All right, uh, moving on, talking true crime songs. Here's one that Both of us know quite well, Hey Man, Nice Shot by Filters based on the 1987 suicide of former Pennsylvania State Trooper R. Bud Dwyer, who shot himself on live TV during a press conference. From the song, Now That the Smoke's Gone and the Air Is All Clear, those who were right there had a new kind of fear. In 1986, Dwyer was convicted of bribery and sentenced to 55 years in prison. He held a press conference the day before his hearing and maintained his innocence before pulling a revolver out of the paper bag and taking his own life. I could only imagine being part of the press there and witnessing that firsthand. That would have been terrifying.
1: Oh, yeah. I definitely didn't know that song was about it. I actually thought it was just somebody actually taking a shot. Yeah. Like like (laughs) going after something, but I guess that's... uh... There you go. I had no idea it was about that.
0: Based on a true crime. That's what we're talking about, true crime songs. Here's another one where, again, I don't recognize the artist, I don't recognize the song, but uh, definitely true crime behind it, called That Night by Atmosphere. is based on the 2003 rape and murder of a 16-year-old fan who attended one of their shows in New Mexico. Quoting the song, She was 16, another young angel with clipped wings. She came to the shows, but I never met her. Don't even know if she was listening. That night, we lost a supporter. That night, somebody lost a daughter. Marissa Matthew Zephiller, boy, that's a hard last name to say, was lured backstage (laughs) by a venue employee who told her he'd be introduced or she'd be introduced to the band. He proceeded to rape and murder her before hiding her body behind a soda machine. Atmosphere rapper Slug said that Marissa's murder was his transition to try to be more responsible artists, not just to the audience, but to myself. (sighs) Sad, especially when it relates so closely to the band that wrote the song.
1: Right. Never heard of them either, so that's just crazy. It's it's interesting to hear... um what these songs are about, though. Yeah,
0: yeah. And uh, here's one that, uh, again, I don't know if you know the story behind it, but we all know the song really, really well. We're calling uh, talking about true crime songs. Jeremy by Pearl Jam is based on the 1991 suicide of Jeremy Waddell, a high school student who shot himself in front of his English class. Again, quoting the song, Try to forget this, try to forget this, try to erase this from the blackboard. Jeremy spoke in class today. Pearl Jam's Eddie Vedder wrote the song after reading a newspaper article about Jeremy, but did not reach out to his family for their blessing, but uh, probably their most popular song ever. I realized it was about a school shooting. I didn't realize that uh, it was uh, uh, simply, not simply, but it was a suicide.
1: Yeah, I didn't know that either. I thought it was uh, school. I thought it was about a kid shooting up class, is what I thought. I didn't think it was based on anybody real. And I actually used to th- think it was called Jeremy Smoking Grass Leaves. I thought it was a pot <laughs> song at first. That actually
0: uh, remind me at the end of the show that would be a great call-in topic of misquoted uh, song lyrics.
1: Yeah, Jimmy smoking grass (laughs) leaves.
0: Well, let's keep rolling on. We're talking true crime songs. Here's one again. Know the artist, don't necessarily know the song. The Killing of Georgie part one and two by Rod Stewart is based on the real life hate crime and murder of a gay man. Stewart was acquainted with. Quoting the song, Out of the darkened side street came a New Jersey gang with just one aim, to roll some innocent passerby. There ensued a fearful fight. Screams rang out in the night. Georgie's head hit a sidewalk cornerstone. Stewart told The Guardian that since he wasn't on the scene when it happened, he embellished a bit, but the real-life Georgie, who was killed, was a good friend of his former keyboardist. Again, very sad, but in reading that, I couldn't help but think of Pennywise from uh, it.
1: Right, but that's what I was thinking where you were going with that. Hiya, Georgie. Hiya, Georgie. (laughs) Same time. Oh, and then finally,
0: let's see, we got time for, well, one more. We're talking true crime songs.
1: Through crime songs, people beep boop, beep
0: boop. The song "Cassie" by Flyleaf is based on the death of Cassie Bernal, a victim of the 1999 Columbine shooting. Eric Harris allegedly asked Cassie if she believed in God before shooting her, and she re- allegedly responded, "Yes." Tony, being in Colorado, I know uh, you know Columbine is is a uh, something that hits home there, and uh, you know it's. It's sad that it happened and uh, great that bands, you know, can memorialize, uh, you know, the victims of that
1: yeah i didn't know that that song was about it was about her i've heard the song though because i i knew a cassie one
0: <laughs> well folks that does it for the first hour of this episode we're headed into our long break but when we come back this time for our call-in topic of uncanceled tv tv shows you'd like to see come on back so speaking of come on back join us back here in seven minutes and we will see you all then levity crazy crazy world still joined by my co-host Mr. Tony Sanfilippo Tony are you ready for the fast hour of the day and today i think I... we would welcome how fast it's going to be based on uh, the way Philly cheesesteak is treating us from yesterday
1: <laughs> yeah no it'll be a, it'll be a good fast hour i have a good feeling about it so
0: very good but yeah i'm ready
1: for it yeah <laughs> well, just in time to go do a uh, 10 to 11 hour shift sure
0: exactly well uh, this is the interactive Portion Of the show, where we want to hear from you guys, the listeners and watchers, on our topic of the day, which is why we give it 24 hours in advance and ask you to call in on the Phoenix line at 855 Phoenix Radio. Of course, you can comment live on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. Just click into the live video there and comment with your pick. Or in the next segment, we will open up the stereo app and uh, play a little stereo roulette and grab people at random. But of course, you can always get in line to uh, chat with us live. Again, about the topic of the day. Speaking of the topic of the day, today's topic is uncanceled TV. Now, uh, yesterday we mentioned that, uh, you know, there's a lot of reboots coming out that uh, really are only a reboot in name only. You know, they're taking a concept or or they're doing something completely different from what the reboot is. The example I gave yesterday was Fresh Prince of Bel-Air is coming back but not as a hilarious sitcom starring Will Smith. It is a gritty drama, which, again, would be better served under a different name, but they're capitalizing on the Fresh Prince uh, of Bel-Air brand. But what we're talking about here are shows that you loved at any point during the TV past that uh, you, if you had the option to, you would uncancel. You would bring back. Obviously, we've seen it happen a few times with shows like Family Guy, Last Man Standing, Brooklyn Nine Nine. But uh most shows, once they're done, they're done. So Tony, I posed the question to you. If there was one show you had a wish to bring one show back, what would it be?
1: Uh I would do behind the music again. Those were really awesome. The uh I always like to see how the bands, you know, broke up and went through all their stuff. I would I'd like to see that with more modern day bands. I know when it did, that was one of those shows that did go away and came back. When it came back, it focused more on different genres and it didn't quite success. But I really liked it for the rock bands to see uh, what happened to all of them. Like I liked all the behind the scenes stuff and the interviews; those were always really cool. So uh, I, I think that would be one I would I would take back.
0: That's a great pick. In fact, I even had a DVD copy of Megadeth's Behind the Music, uh, which they. Somehow released on you know a, you know home video DVD and uh, <laughs> super interesting though especially with you know the trajectory of that band
1: exactly well and Metallica they did one but then it never it never came back but Metallica's was really cool back in the day because you got to hear but the behind the scenes stuff of uh, the Guns N' Roses tour and then it's just one of those if you did them nowadays it'd be nice to hear some updated stories and. As a lot of those bands, you know, even though they did their behind the music, more and more kept happening. Mm-hmm. So it was like, oh maybe you should have waited to do yours. So but I, I agree, I still have the Megadeth one. Well, as you and mentioned, and that's changed a bunch of times <clears throat> since then too.
0: Yeah. As you mentioned, you know, modernizing, you know, some of the bands, you know, imagine going back and doing a behind the music of like Limp Biscuit, you know, it a band that was yeah. hugely popular for just a handful of years and the people hated them. Now they're making a little bit of a comeback. That'd be interesting to see.
1: Yeah, or Nickelback or some of those new metal bands, just to see where they're at, what they're doing now, and totally might give them a platform to promote like any upcoming stuff if they're if they're doing that. Well, we know it Seven Dust would have been a good one. We
0: know it wouldn't be on MTV because MTV is no longer music television, and I don't even know nope. what VH1 is doing anymore.
1: I don't know what VH1 does but that'd be something that'd be good even in the form of just like a YouTube show you know yeah. like uh, yeah, or or streaming streaming's always looking for original content that'd be cool to see it pop up on uh, on a streaming service uh, I know MTV owns Paramount owns MTV so maybe Paramount Plus might be a good platform for that
0: I like it, I like it we are talking uncanceled TV if you had the opportunity to uncancel any one show what would it be for me it's a Netflix show that uh, not only is was just hilarious it had a great storyline it it took a new take on a genre that uh, has almost been beaten to death pardon the pun and of course when they canceled it they left it on a cliffhanger that we have no idea how it would have ended up you know they didn't get a true series finale and I'm talking about Santa Clarita Diet starring uh, oh, Timothy yes. Oliphant and Drew Barrymore what a great show I mean it was funny it's you know sort of the zombie genre and uh, you know when we last left it at the end of season 3 Timothy Oliphant's character had uh, uh, you know essentially turned you know he, he wasn't going to and now he turned and what's going to happen to him well unfortunately we will never know
1: Right. You don't get the payoff. You invested the time and that just canceled, which was weird because it was a Netflix show. They could have at least, you think, just given them one one more just to wrap it up. Yeah,
0: And it was a popular Netflix show, but it was right at the time where uh, Netflix basically said, we're not going to create any series longer than three seasons. And so they axed a whole bunch of shows based on that. I think uh, Stranger Things is the only one to survive that, but even it's coming to an end after the next season not this upcoming season but the following
1: one. right like it's going five and netflix was a great place to revive shows like lucifer yeah. uh started out on fox and then it got canceled so they rebooted it for um netflix but they continued on where the story left off with fox so so they at least gave them they have one more season come out and then it's done but exactly it's a good proper finish so yep but folks
0: that's what we're talking about today uncancel tv when we come back it is all about you guys so chime in on our facebook page join us on stereo when we come back we'll be talking to you don't go anywhere we'll be right back Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. We are back folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show and we are smack dab in the middle of the interactive portion of the show where we want to hear from you guys, the listeners and watchers on our topic of the day. Now if you want to chime in, head over to our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio, click into the live video there and comment or in just a little bit we'll be opening the Stereo app at stereo.com forward slash Phoenix Media and uh, playing a little stereo roulette, but uh, if you join us on there, you can uh, jump in line to chat with us live. Today we are talking about uncanceled TV shows. If you had the ability to bring back one show from any period of uh, TV history, what would it be? Tony mentioned Behind the Music. Mine was Santa Clarita Diet on Netflix. And uh, before we get to uh, people chiming in, it also made me uh, or reminded me of the show Jericho on CBS. Do you remember
1: that show, Tone? Jericho. Yeah, with Skeet Ulrich.
0: Exactly. Uh, So at the end of season two, CBS abruptly canceled it. Fans were so upset that they sent CBS twenty tons of peanuts, and they brought it back for a final season. So it just goes to show if fans love a show enough, there's
1: the possibility of bringing it back.
0: We're gonna see it with family Dexter. Guy,
1: family Guy was a huge one back in the day. That got canceled, came back. uh Futurama, yep. same thing, got canceled, came back. Um, so a lot of shows have done that. Um, did American not American dad no American dad never got canceled It never
0: got canceled it just got moved over to TBS
1: is that where it's at now exactly I didn't even. I don't even know if it's still a thing it so. is
0: it is but yeah uh, yeah that's what we're talking about uncanceled TV shows now uh Tony did you get anybody uh to chime in on your end as far as what they would bring back
1: yeah I've got uh Mike and Lacey and Bella the engineers out of Nebraska, they uh, chimed in, and uh, Lacey has, uh, she said, White Collar was really oh, good. that was a great show. So White Collar would have been one. Uh, for Mike, Reaper. Oh. Uh, Reaper was so damn good, Wish it would have been on a better network. Yeah, It, was it on... would do really good on a modern-day streaming service.
0: Yeah, it was on the CW when CW first came uh, came over from WB starred Tyler Labine and uh, what a great show about uh, basically the son of the devil. And it was a, a funny comedy. I would love to see that one come back.
1: That would be awesome. Um, out of practice. You ever hear that one?
0: It, was that the Never- spinoff of gray's anatomy or?
1: <laughs> no, that was private practice. Oh, okay. Yeah. That was with the redhead, uh, Kate Walsh. That's right. Um, Bella's pick is Mutton Stuff. Ah. It was a Nickelodeon show with real dogs. Mutton Stuff. All right. All right.
0: I like it. What about Paw Patrol? Yeah. Didn't they cancel that because of the whole. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, they survived the cancel culture. They did. Okay. They,
0: okay. Good. Uh, good. Yeah.
1: They survived it. And then Jamie Anna's was uh, Parks and Rec would love to bring back Parks and Rec.
0: Now, they did in a way. So when uh, the whole pandemic lockdown happened, they had sort of a reunion show where all of the characters reprised their roles uh, through sort of Zoom meetings, sort of uh, as you guys are watching us right now. But uh, yeah, they, they did a, a small revival, raised a little bit of money, but uh, I loved Parks and Rec. So good. Pardon? And Fantastic show. It, what I thought was weird was that the final season didn't jump ahead like five years into the future and, and had. Yeah. Uh, it was a little jarring when you uh, started watching that final season.
1: Yeah, it was a little different for sure. Like it was a little futuristic, things like that. Yeah. And but, Chris Pratt was barely in it. Yeah. He was too busy making movies. It was yeah. all buff.
0: He wasn't the uh, pudgy Chris Pratt that we got at the beginning of the series
1: yeah and Lacey chimed in and she said that that show that she was talking about out of practice um yeah it had henry winkler and the guy who plays phil dumpy interesting i don't know who phil i don't know who phil dumpy is Uh, phil
0: dumpy from um modern family he was the (laughs) devil. okay yeah
1: i don't i've never heard of that show oh
0: so in any case that's what we're talking about uncanceled tv shows what would you bring back if you could again there is still time to chime in on our facebook page at facebook.com forward slash christian phoenix radio but with that being said tony we're gonna roll into your favorite part right now with the stereo app so uh folks feel free to join on on stereo.com forward slash phoenix media and let's go ahead and get on into it Ooh. Apparently, there are all sorts of rules we have to follow now.
1: Ooh. What what do we have to do now? Buzzing (laughs)
0: gun. All right. We're finding a chat, partner. How's it going?
1: You're
0: you're on the Christian Phoenix radio show. Oh, wow. Hello? (laughs) You're on so we are talking oh hello
1: hello
0: we're talking uncancelled tv shows if you had the ability to bring back one tv show from any period of time you know obviously uh where tv existed what would that one show be
1: the next step season one yes (laughs) oh yes now i'm
0: not i'm not familiar with the next step is that a reality show is it a dance show
1: it's a it's dance hilarious. show And it's great And it
0: shows in the UK But the series Really went downhill And unfortunately It's, it's just got to bring back The first series The first season's a le- Legendary Yes, yeah, sorry Yes, yeah, she's uh, Yeah I really <laughs> missed The first season oh very cool you know it's again not something i'm familiar with but uh, maybe worth checking out maybe some of our listeners will check it out too we appreciate you chiming in we're going to keep moving on but uh, drop us a follow and hopefully we'll have you again at some point in the future
1: oh, thank you thank you thank bye you. you got it bye i think they were were they on yesterday no i think they were somebody that's different. a different one huh yep
0: black how's it going well nope
1: <laughs> well, that one's getting a little uh, cheeky, huh?
0: <laughs> they just moved on. <laughs> All right, uh, looks like it's connecting, connecting. Come on, excellent. <laughs> oh, some people just don't have great internet service. That's the way no. it goes sometimes. How's it going? You're on the Christian Phoenix Radio Show today. I'm Batman. Hello. Execute Order 66. How are you doing today? You're on the Christian. No, boy, it's going to be one of those days. You're on the Christian <laughs> Phoenix Radio Show. How are you doing today? Helps if you pay. Are you going to watch Law
1: and Order tonight, friend?
0: <laughs> we, we moved on. You know, if you're not paying attention, then why bother?
1: <laughs> oh, it's a little Phoenix, show.
0: <laughs> it is searching again we are talking uncanceled tv shows things that we would like to see come back um, ah here we go how's it going yeah that's what i'm talking about what's going on good Hi. man how's it been for you good good so we're talking uncanceled tv shows shows that you would love to see come back what would be your one pick if you could bring back any show Oh, man, I'd like them to do a remake of The Jeffersons, man. That that, that show was one of my favorite shows as a little kid. Um, the Jeffersons was great. Moving on up. Moving on up, moving on up. <laughs> maybe, that was just the, maybe it was the song for me. Uh, you know, maybe it was just the song for me. Yeah, the uh, the theme songs have a way of sticking with you, but uh, you know, that's one that could use a reboot, especially in this day and age.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and yeah,
0: you know, they, could, they you know, can make it so pc Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh You know, we were talking about how uh, you know, Fresh Prince of Bel Air is coming back, but not as a comedy. It's coming back as a gritty drama. Uh, Jeffersons, though, I'd still like to see as a comedy.
1: Yeah, comedy would have to stay comedy. Uh, Three's Company would be a good one to bring back as well.
0: <laughs> I if don't know. If get, uh, I was going to say I don't know if that huh? one could stay PC. <laughs> yeah. come coming, knock on our door. Yeah, I don't know either. <laughs> They might have to put that on a cable network. Exactly. End up on yeah. Showtime at 12 a.m., like when I was 14. <laughs> well, we, <laughs> we appreciate you chiming in. We're going to keep moving on. Drop us a follow, and hopefully All right, man. Up. we'll see you on a future show. Yeah, let me hit it. Right you. Gotcha. Thanks, man. All, All right, right. Have All a right. good day. Have a good day. You too. You too, bud. All right. Love when we get good, good interaction.
1: Three's Company would be a good one.
0: It was. All right. How you doing? You're on the Christian Fierce well, Radio no Show. Wow! I like
1: Raxim.
0: Awesome. Well, we're here in the uh, U.S. Uh, where are you located?
1: What, the, what are we talking
0: about, bro? So the topic what we're talking, are you to, talking about the topic we're talking about today is uncanceled TV shows. If you had the ability to bring back one show, what would it be?
1: Wow! 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 Take a shot every time he says "Wow," you're officially drunk. He, what he was trying to say was Webster. He really liked Webster and thought Webster should come back. There you go. All
0: right, I think we have time for one more. Let's go ahead and connect. Please don't wow it. Right. I don't think he could even come up with anything. Oh man. Wow, 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 wow. All right. How's it going? You're on the Christian Phoenix radio show.
1: Bazinga. Nope. Don't be shy, little one.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, and we'll make this the last one, hopefully.
1: Come Not on, soon. big money.
0: No whammies. Stop. How's it going? You're on the Christian Phoenix radio show today. Uh, you know it comes down to people
1: yeah, yeah baby yeah.
0: Uh, improve your internet connections and if you're going to be part of the stereo app chime
1: in <laughs> don't yeah, just say "why."
0: Well.
1: no like that one guy was good and then uh, the British girls we had the Aussie girls yesterday and then the British girls today so good good interaction for a few of them but not, not all
0: yeah yeah and that's what we get with the stereo app you know sometimes it's quality sometimes it's uh, a little bit of garbage but uh, here we had a nice little mix of both in any case you like
1: the garbage yes no
0: that does it for the interactive portion of the show when we come back we've got a segment called stupid self-injuries don't go anywhere we'll be right back And everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. We have a little thing we talk about a couple times each show. It is the Phoenix Line, our 24 hour day -day 7-day-a-week voicemail line, giving you guys the opportunity to chime in on anything whatsoever, including our call-in topics of the day, which we just finished up with Uncanceled TV. Now, if you want to do so, give us a call at 855-PHOENIX-RADIO, that's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O, or 855-336-4973 for the alphanumerically impaired. All we ask is that you keep it entertaining. We'll compile those together. Put them out in a future show. Now, the call-in topic for tomorrow is, well, based on today, April Fool's pranks. What is the best April Fool's prank you've either pulled on somebody or had pulled on you? Maybe it happened today. Well, we want to know about it. Give us a call. Drop us a line. That's what we're going to be covering tomorrow. Now, in this segment that I've titled Stupid Self-Injuries, this stems from yesterday's topic about uh, funny 911 calls where somebody got um, stuck in their Under Armour shirt, dislocated a shoulder, and needed an ambulance call because they couldn't drive themselves to the hospital. I mentioned in that segment that uh, I've actually thrown out my back sneezing before. And uh, it's painful, it's not fun, and it is a stupid, stupid reason to hurt yourself. Tony, uh, any stupid self-injuries come to mind for you?
1: Uh, Just dumb ones, like when you stub your toe or something like you walk into a cabinet or bop your head on something dumb. You know, just those random, like, what the hell? Why, you know, why would I do that? But nothing like... I haven't sneezed and threw my back out or anything like that. It's just just been dumb things. All right. Like the stub of your toe or something like that.
0: <laughs> well, we'll go through these, this list of uh, stupid self-injuries and maybe something will come to mind that uh, you've conven- conveniently forgotten about. But uh, let's go ahead and get into it. You know, stupid self-injuries that maybe you had to go see A. doctor. Doctor? Doctor?
1: Doctor? 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 Doctor?
0: Doctor. 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 And doctor. It's a lot of doctors. It's a lot of doctors. but Take the
1: wow, 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 wow guy.
0: Exactly. Or, you know, it's just somebody on an HMO and they have to see a bunch of specialists. Anyway. Yes. Let's start with uh, Twitter user Mina Kime says, uh, I popped my jaw last week by brushing my teeth too vigorously. It still hurts.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, that, uh, uh, how vigorous do you have to brush your teeth in order to uh, pop your jaw?
1: That's pretty hard. I mean, the dumbest thing I've done brushing my teeth is like sometimes brushing too hard and it slips, mm-hmm. and then you jab like your upper gum or something, and then, of course, then you bust it open, you have that damn cut in there. So I've <laughs> had that happen a couple times. That sucks.
0: Along those lines, um, what I hate more than anything in the world is uh, tortilla chips or Doritos where they turn up on their <clears> side, <throat> and then you bite down, and jams up into the roof of your mouth. mm <clears throat> Always or like
1: it. when you yeah that's not fun or when you're chewing gum or something and you bite the inner part of your gum and then the rest of the day you when you eat something you tend to bite the same thing again and you're just like really well when my uh, face was half paralyzed for over a year i constantly
0: bit the inside of the paralyzed side of my lip and it hurt like hell oh
1: you're like some bitch <laughs>
0: well let's move on talking stupid self-injuries doctor doctor this from Nameshiv on Twitter says, I rebroke my toe by accidentally kicking a bedpost while demonstrating to someone how I accidentally kicked the goal post and broke my toe. So uh, demonstrating how they did it, rebroke it. Um, in the kid's bedroom, they've got a bed where the uh, post comes down at an angle. Without fail, I, I stub my toe on it every single time I go in there.
1: <sighs> You're just like, why? You know it's there, but you still do it. Exactly. Rolling on, talking stupid self-injuries.
0: Doctor? Doctor? Twitter Doctor! User, Twitter user Mike Hensler 15 says, Fell asleep on my arm, woke up in the dark and couldn't feel it at all. I was trying hard to move it, and just as I was about to give up, my hand fell from the sky and whacked me in the face. You don't know fear until you think you are being attacked with only one arm to defend yourself. Um, Not sure if I fully follow that, but uh, I've certainly fallen asleep on an arm and it's gone numb and it's terrifying, you know, trying to think, is it coming back or not?
1: Right. And just that weird tingly feel. It's
0: strange. It is. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, we were talking about uh, Megadeth behind the music in one of the uh, previous um, uh, segments and... uh, Dave Mustaine. He fell asleep with his arm behind a chair, uh, ended up having to have major surgery because it killed nerves and almost destroyed his hand.
1: Yeah, there was a while where Megadeth broke up because he couldn't play the guitar anymore.
0: Exactly. And that's what we're talking about here, stupid self-injuries. Doctor? Doctor? Twitter user Amanda Weinstein says my puppy gave me a black eye the day after my 30th birthday. The moment I bent over to to grab a phone charger near our bed was the exact moment that she decided to launch herself full force onto the same bed. Note, no puppies were harmed in this incident and she is a very good girl. Um, I've been hurt by my dogs on many times. We have Goliath who is always underfoot and if you're not careful, he will uh, tabletop you.
1: Yeah. (laughs) yeah be careful when they come running at you
0: oh yeah oh yeah but uh you know we love them they're dogs and you know we we forgive them for uh injuring us from time to time right let's keep rolling on talking stupid self-injuries doctor doctor Twitter user Chris Dr. M. says, I have a scar on my thigh from middle school food fight because I was on the eastern shore of Maryland. Someone had hucked a crab and it stuck into my leg like a throwing star. I would have paid to have seen that.
1: Holy crap.
0: <laughs> That's nuts. <laughs> well, it goes to show how tough those crab shells are. I mean, if you've ever tried uh, ordering it at a restaurant and using those, you know, crab Songs, you know, whatever they are. Those things are tough. Apparently right. deadly.
1: It could be, be You're not lying, buddy. Woo. Let's keep rolling on.
0: Stupid self injuries. Doctor. Doctor. Twitter user, the Ken child says, I woke up one morning, stretched and curled my toes and heard a pop. I broke my big toe by waking up.
1: <laughs> oh man.
0: And I don't know if you've ever done this. Uh, similarly, um, I have gotten up in the morning stretch and gave myself a charley horse where that, uh, that calf muscle just shoots back up and it's searing pain.
1: Yeah. I've done something similar. I was uh, doing a meeting right before I left for the trip to Nevada, and I was talking to two of my guys, and I kind of did like this little foot stretch with my left foot. But then it cramped, but it was like in the middle of a cramp and charley horse at the same time. And I out loud, I was like, wow. And then I was like, ow, ow, ow. And I had to stop what I was doing and walk away. And they're like, are you okay? I'm like, I think I'll be okay. But it wouldn't stop. And it was like a good minute of just, it felt like somebody was squishing my foot. And it just, was just (laughs) the, I got caught in the charley horse thing, man. And those hurt.
0: Along those lines, I've gotten a Charlie horse in my jaw right underneath here, and uh, it Oof. was from yawning. I yawned too wide, apparently I was dehydrated, and my jaw just shot closed, and oh, searing pain. So much pain. Oof. Yeah. Oof. Not
1: fair. I don't know what that one's like, but I would not want that, brother. No, no. Oof.
0: Since then, I drink a lot of water. All yeah, right. Yeah, you got to. Oof. Moving on. Stupid self-injuries. <laughs> Doctor? Doctor? Twitter user Betsy Levine says, I swallowed a soda can tab. ER doctor gave the RN $1, asked for a soda from the vending machine. He tore off the tab, taped it to the hospital gown, and said, tell X-ray they looking for this shape.
1: (laughs) How do you accidentally Uh,
0: swallow a soda can tab?
1: You got to be screwing around with it. You know, like I just don't see it happening. Unless you're a little kid, little kids tend to, pick up little things and eat them yeah they'll uh, stick
0: anything in their mouth but not a grown adult
1: yeah no (laughs) as a grown adult you should not be putting those types of things in your mouth no 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 not at all yeah because if you're doing one of those things like if it pops off like if you if you pop the tab and it falls in the soda can well then you just know like if you're going to keep drinking out of that can to be cautious exactly just just be careful
0: Let's yeah, keep rolling exactly. on. We have time for a couple more. We're talking stupid self-injuries. Doctor? Doctor?
1: Doctor!
0: Twitter user WDBP. Wow. As a young electrician working in an attic with no headroom, stripped the end of a wire and the end flew into my eye. Reflexes to jerk head away, right into the roofing nail that poked through the plywood. wood. Reflex to that was to pull away, slam chin on a rafter, and then back to the nails, and so on. Uh, You know, we were just playing a little clip of Chevy Chase, and it reminds me of the scene from uh, Christmas Vacation, when he's up in the attic and steps on the board, hits his head, walks into the... Yeah. You know, it's sort of a Rube Goldberg machine of pain. Right.
1: Ouch. (laughs) And then
0: finally, in Stupid Self-Injuries... Doctor? 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 This one from Twitter user JD Moore says, Slice my finger with a steak knife in college. Was I trying to open a bag of lettuce? Yes. Could I have used scissors or literally anything else to open that salad bag? I don't have the answer yes. to that. The answer is yes, you could. And this goes back to Jesse. Jesse, if you are listening, steak knives hey, are Jessie. not
1: the way to open Amazon packages. So, <laughs> Well, especially, it scares you. Doesn't it scare you? Does she cut towards herself? Yeah. Cuz we teach our we teach our guys to cut away, but sometimes they're like cutting towards them I'm like, "Eh, no, no. Yeah. That way."
0: Always cut away. And always, always respect the blade. Well, folks, yes. that does it for this segment when we come back we're headed into the final segment of the show. It is time for This Day in History. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. <laughs> Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash media radio. Now back to the show. And we made it back, folks, to the final segment of this episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show, but not before we bring you this day in history. But if you missed a portion of the show or you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, it's easy enough to do so. Head over to phoenixmedia.us, click on the show's link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there you can get video, you can get audio as well, or head over to wherever you get podcasts. Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, Dozer, Dozer, Geezer, Gozer.
1: Are you a god? No.
0: No. A very quiet supercut of nose today.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, no.
0: And of course they doomed us all. Well folks, while you are there, be sure to subscribe.
1: That way you <laughs> the always was Lightning McQueen.
0: <laughs> was it?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Be sure to subscribe, that way you always have the latest episode. Leave a review, let us know what you think, and tell your friends. Because why Tony? Sharing is caring. Sharing is caring, which is why we bring you this segment each and every day. Drop a little knowledge on you. Hopefully make you laugh at the same time. It is time for this day in history. Hope for the stories that turned the world on its head. It's this day in history on the company.
1: Christian Phoenix.
0: Alright. Kicking off this day in history, this day in 1693. Cotton Mather's four-day-old son dies, and witchcraft is to blame. Satan! And I think that's actually what kicked off the start of the uh, Salem Witch Trials, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Yikes.
0: Yeah, no bueno. And uh, obviously... No
1: bueno, my friend!
0: Back in those days, if you were unhappy with your significant other, with your wife, you could just... Accuse them of witchcraft, and all of your worries would be taken care of. Luckily, we have progressed so far beyond that. Um, hopefully, <laughs> right? Just you—you you hope just a little bit, at least. Exactly. Moving on. This day in 1748, the ruins of Pompeii are rediscovered by Spaniard rock Joaquin de Alcubierre. Of course, uh, Pompeii was the Italian town that was covered in ash by the eruption of Mount Vesuvius.
1: Dusty. Well, one time I hiked Mount Vesuvius. <laughs> that was a terrible Hansel. Yeah. that's <laughs> <laughs> terrible. It was a good try. Good attempt.
0: Yeah. Let's move on. This day in 1854, hard times begin serialization in Charles Dickens magazine Household Words. Tony, what is your Aside from Hard Times, your favorite Charles Dickens book?
1: (laughs) I don't know. I was going to make a lot of dick jokes out of that one. (laughs) Chuck Dickens is Hard Times. Hard Times with Chuck Dickens. (sighs) (laughs) So juvenile, Uh, but we love it. (laughs) My favorite actor. I don't know what else he writes. I was going to say Moby Dick, but that was written by somebody else. I was going to say
0: Scrooged. (laughs) Not too far off. Oh, there you go. He did a Christmas Carol. All right. Let's move on. This day in 1891, French painter Paul Gauguin leaves Marseille for Tahiti. Uh, You know, he was... What's what's the uh, type of painting? Not surrealism, but basically the same thing that uh picasso was and
1: not my favorite type of art now my name is french Paul again and i'm leaving myself for tahiti i'm out of here April <laughs> propose i'm staying i'm good
0: these next two are specifically for Super Fan friday lacy This day in 1934, Clyde Barrow kills two young highway patrolmen, H.D. Murphy and Edward Bryant Wheeler, at the intersection of Route 114 near Grapevine, Texas. Bonnie Parker's role in the murders helped turn public perception against the gang for good. Fatality.
1: Bonnie and Clyde!
0: Yep. And then uh, this next one, this day in 1936, Charles Lucky Luciano is arrested in Arkansas on a criminal warrant from New York infamous New York City gangster.
1: Now, Charles Lucky Lozano, you are not that lucky. You're back to New York.
0: <laughs> Let's keep rolling on. This day in 1938, I've got the, uh, there it is. There it is. World heavyweight boxing champion Joe Lewis knocks out Harry Thomas in the fifth round of their title bout in Chicago, the third defense by Lewis. Uh, he was, again, a gargantuan of his time and uh, helped quite a few heavyweight um belts and records
1: down goes thomas for a knockout in the fifth he is down joe lewis still your champion
0: (laughs) let's move on tony get that accent or that impression ready this day in 1964 john lennon is reunited with his father freddie after 17 years
1: freddie my dad what's with kids today huh (laughs) i had a feeling that's (laughs) the direction you were gonna go (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> dad I talked to two girls today and they had a show about dog I forgot what it was called <laughs> what was that show that they uh, wanted I don't know Pop. the British accent it was Brad I don't know why I talk like that for the Beatles it's a little slow it's not quite British it's just a little slow it's close, it's close. what's with kids today it what's- almost sounds like Jerry Seinfeld there <laughs> what's with kids today huh no respect let's keep rolling on
0: this day in 1970 u.s president richard nixon signs a bill limiting cigarette advertisements from the 1st of january 1971 and uh they continue to decline where you can't advertise cigarettes anywhere anymore
1: nope no more Joe Camel remember Joe Camel was I everywhere, do yeah. but, uh, NASCAR used to have Winston and Mar there used to be the Marlboro Man all that stuff yeah and not.
0: Avenue! <laughs> and on Madison Avenue they even had a giant billboard poster of somebody smoking and blowing out smoke rings yeah not so much anymore
1: no, you don't see that. Nope. Remember old cigarette vending machines in Nevada?
0: I do with the pull, Blowing out and stuff. Yeah, yeah you pull. Yeah. Good times. Let's keep moving on. This day in 1976, Steve Wozniak and Steve Jobs found Apple Computer in the garage of Jobs' parents' house in Cupertino, California. Without those guys, we wouldn't have many of the innovations in computers we
1: have today. Hey Steve, can I come to your house? I got this idea. You gotta be a bitchin' logo. So what we're going to do is we're going to come up with some stuff. Sorry, I got some Apple in my mouth. We're going to have some good electronics, and we're going to market them, okay? Is that your Wozniak impression? I'm Wozniak. (laughs) I'm eating an apple. It's been a while.
0: Let's keep moving on. This day in 1976, Helter Skelter detailing Charles Manson's cult family. Their capture, trial, conviction, and aftermath premieres on CBS. That guy was a Looney Tune
1: yeah he was help the skelter help
0: the skelter let's keep rolling on this day in 1978 we were talking uncanceled TV shows this might be a good one the Bob Newhart show last airs on NBC TV what a funny show well ahead of its time definitely That's all you got. That's all
1: I got for it. Yeah, that's all I got.
0: (laughs) Definitely. All right, Tony. Definitely. Let's see if you remember this one. This day in 1990, WrestleMania six in the Sky Dome of Toronto. Who beat Hulk Hogan for the WWF heavyweight and Intercontinental Championship titles?
1: The ultimate warrior. (laughs) From the skies and the powers of riding my horse. The warriors went riding in the sky. <laughs> I never was a big. I wasn't big on those dudes. I, I wasn't big on Ultimate Warrior. I wasn't big on Hulk Hogan.
0: Yeah, they, um, they were a little. But I do. Ball. Rem,
1: I do remember that was a real big WrestleMania match um, uh, for the time. Exactly. Their promos were intense. I asked my friend yesterday um, if she ever watched wrestling. She goes, "No, I never ever watched a single one." She goes, "It's just a bunch of weirdos screaming." which they were always yeah. super jacked to like pump up right oh yeah
0: yeah it was it was more more drama than it was actual sport but uh you it know made
1: good. no sense that's why I like macho man andy savage he was just so weird yeah. and he talked about nothing <laughs>
0: Well, let's move on to our final This Day in History. This Day in 2007, American super swimmer Michael Phelps smashes his own world record in the 400-meter individual medley to win his record seventh gold medal at the World Championships in Melbourne, Australia. And uh, another guy who was demonized for marijuana.
1: Yeah, doesn't make yeah. any sense as he was, I was going to ask at the end he, he broke his record and then he ripped that bong man
0: exactly well folks we have lots of holidays to run down today so let's go ahead and go through those where are we talk out and celebrate for instance today is well as we know April Fool's Day it is Assyrian New Year it is Boomer Bonus Day it is you get a bonus boober it is Fossil Fools Day. Not Fossil Fuels. Fossil Fools. It is International Tatting Day. I don't know if that means uh, tattoos. Go get a tat? So apparently. do is Lupus Alert Day. So be on the alert. Be aware. It, it is International Edible Book Festival. Okay.
1: Eat a book. It is International
0: Fun at Work Day. Ooh. Always try to have
1: fun. It is when National have- Burrito Day. Ooh. If I wasn't uh, in so much stomach pain, that sounds delightful. Right. It is National
0: Atheists Day. It is National Jump in Muddy Puddles Day Boy, Maundy Thursday National sour bro t- br- Sourdough Bread Day National Trampone bo- Boy, words are hard. Trombone Players Day One Cent Day Love for Our Children Day Sorry Charlie Day Sing Stupid Day Reading is Fun Day Poetry of the Creative Mind Day And U.S. Air Force Academy Day Folks, that does it for today Join
1: us back it's tomorrow It's Tony Savage Day as well Yes. Yeah, it is See you guys tomorrow Peace.